Hello and welcome to Tracks, your new favourite podcast, bringing you music and laughs every Tuesday. I'm Tim. And I am Harry. And this is episode five. Five. West. West. We are three quarters of the way through the northeast southwest run. And... No. Well, this will be three quarters. This is the last one. Oh, yeah. This is quarter four. So we are technically three quarters through. Yeah, it's weird. By the end of the podcast, we would be (laughs) fully done. Thank God this is not a maths podcast. (laughs) We both just had the most perplexed looks (laughs) on our faces then. Oh my God, where are we? (laughs) Um, So, uh, I guess we should get the warning out of the way immediately. Indeed. If you are a hater of a certain... Monsieur West, <laughs> Kanye West. Yeah, probably just turn just off don't now. Don't bother because wait until the next episode. Because three and a half hours of chat about Kanye West are coming your way. <laughs> we love you, Kanye. I joke. I joke. We have. It's not. It's not all about Kanye. There is some. Of course not. Some worship, um, but. We, you know, there's musical highlights of the week, as always. You know, we talk we talk funny pieces of merchandise, which we should mm-hmm. say now, as this podcast, if you do make it so far as the end, uh, check out our website and check out Twitter and Instagram, because the pieces of merchandise we speak of will be on there, yeah. and they're hilarious. From what I remember, we talk a lot about them. Yeah. I can't say. <laughs> um... And it's a very visual thing. So fully visual. Have your Instagram and that ready yeah. <laughs> while you listen. Um, but it's a good episode for Kanye lovers and haters alike. So um, we really hope you enjoy. Thanks for downloading, and we'll see you on the B side. On the B side. <laughs> That's a thing now. <laughs> Shall we begin? As I'm gonna say straight away, I apologise for my voice. Um, I hope I have... you're apologising to me directly because I have to listen to this <laughs> all evening. I apologise to listeners. Um, my voice is slightly gone. I'm not ill. I just went to a very important and exciting football match and uh, got a soccer. little yeah, soccer match for some people. Um, for our one American listener somewhere. Um, yeah, it was exciting, but I've lost my voice a little bit. It was actually a lot worse than this earlier, so yeah. we've done a lot of talking and it's back to 80% capacity. I would I would go 30, max. It's back to 60% capacity. <laughs> it's back to when I first met you and your voice was breaking. It doesn't sound that bad. Sometimes. At work we were saying that I sounded like a middle-aged smoker woman. I was just saying... Bobby, can you get me a pack of fags later? Bobby, fags later. You've gone, this is England again. <laughs> Shut up, Mum! <laughs> Stop it! God's sake! <laughs> when she's trying to get into join up to college or something. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to do it anymore. <laughs> I was about to as well, and then I'm so glad you interrupted at that moment. 
Because like you're quite good, you're morning. quite good at it, and I'm, I was about to come in. It's the government. It's such a hard accent to do, though, purely because unless you're specifically doing Sean, like yeah, they all have different accents. Others, really, because they're obviously is set in Manchester. No, it's not. No, it's set in like. It's just set in nondescript northern. But some city. people are more Manchester than not. Yeah, is it, isn't it set in? Um... It's definitely not because I had this argument with my dad, and he thought it was. I can't remember where. It, I think he thought it was based in Sheffield. No. And I and but, oh, no, it but is Manchester. Set in somewhere, but but it's Manchester, not Manchester, I have the same argument as Sheffield because the first movie, Sean keeps on going to the beach. He's not cycling for like. 100 miles <laughs> to go to Morecambe. Like, right. it's not happening. It's not Manchester, now I think of it. But it is definitely somewhere in England. I think it's just nondescript north. Yeah. Industrial north. Because if you think about it, he, Sean, doesn't have a very Mancunian accent. Does this he? is what I mean. They've all got different accents, yeah. which is why it's impossible. Some to... are much stronger than others. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, I'm not Sean for this in England. And uh, I will try my best to sound semi-normal. Good. So, uh, first things first, as always, mm-hmm. musical highlights of the week. Yeah. Do you have one? I, uh, not an exact musical highlight, but oh. um, I'm always bending the rules. You let me down. <laughs> you let the listeners down. Um, basically, I watched uh, a new series, or at least the first half of the first episode of the new series, Vinyl, which is on HBO. Awesome. And if you know any HBO shows, it basically means... It's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or just his free reign to do what you like. It's got all the... It's got your swearing, your sex, yeah, it's your up, nudity. It's right up Dizzy Rascal Street, right? yeah. basically. All he cares about is sex and violence and, <laughs> and HBO. Just tick those two boxes straight away. <laughs> sex and violence! <laughs> um, and yeah, it's, it's set in 1973. So it's got lots of nods to... Um, 70s rock music mostly um so what's it is is it about a record it's about a record label company uh i i think it's set i don't know if they're if it's set on a real company or not but they definitely talk about trying to strike a deal with led zeppelin from what i understand because mick jagger's producing yeah i think he's heavily influenced as well so a lot of it's based on his kind of um, stories he tells from the 70s and then dramatised. I think that's kind of... It seems to be it, yeah. How it It's works. about this mainly one guy who's who owns the record label, but it looks at A&R and stuff, okay. and people trying to find the next best thing. And he's quite... Um, he thinks it's quite important to find the future in things instead of just to find someone who sounds relevant or whatever. Sure. And it kind of talks on that. But I want to talk about this one specific scene. I was watching it with my family. and right. I ha- um, So I think they were. there was one point where he was... What, uh, there was a girl watching this band who are from England. And they're just, they, it was kind of this punk band. So it was like the, the beginning of punk kind of emerging. And she was just watching them. Suddenly like they're starting to like p- have a punch up with the crowd and that. And then suddenly it just flicked... And it was this bird's eye view of a room of about 40 naked people just having sex and masturbating. <laughs> and I remember looking around the lounge like, well, that changed quickly. Oh, and that's the worst thing. The whole do. family were just kind of laughing in just... 
So when just that anxious laughter, when that moment, amazing. When that moment occurs, is that your approach to uh, break the silence with like, uh, oh, one of us had to address what had happened. My approach when that happens to me is to stony faced stare at the screen like there is nothing breaking my <laughs> next scene. Next scene, scene come on. please, come on. In no, the past, no I've... one's seen this yet. <laughs> If they're all looking at their phones, no one's realised, please, move on. I feel like, um, in the past, I've always gone and said, I want a cup of tea. (laughs) It's one of those moments where, like, no matter how old you get, like, at the time of recording, I turned 25 in four days, and maybe less than that, shit. But, um... But when that moment occurs, I'm instantly 13, and just embarrassed by boobs and (laughs) bums and just like the whole thing of skin people have sex (laughs) it's just the worst thing yeah absolutely yeah so yeah just for people to watch that and it is musical i guess so there's nothing specific from it really but just um i feel like that's going to go in good places cool it's good so this was just a pilot right and then this was a pilot. Is there a series it's been, coming? It's been picked up, I'm pretty sure. Um, I mean, with those kind of people behind it, it yeah, seems sure. like it would be. But um, I think, yeah, but they obviously just show the pilot first, so and then it will carry on, I think. Cool, so where can we watch this? Uh, it is on Sky. Cool. And any other thing? Anyone with HBO, I guess. Nice. <laughs> Okay, cool. Just because pilots often don't come out, that's the only reason I ask. No, I mean, it was literally, I think they've rec- they've obviously filmed the whole lot, they're just, they're, the pilots are so good, it's just been used as the first episode, which I guess a lot of people do. Cool. But yeah, what about yourself? Um, a few days before recording this podcast, um, Warrington band Viola Beach. Ah, of course. Um, tragically, all lost their lives and their manager. Uh, in Sweden mm. and um, yeah the just manager. yeah the manager as well all five of them some no one really knows at the moment what happened freak accident in the some car. accident some car accident coming back from a Swedish festival mm-hmm. and it's just super sad like um, you know you can only imagine how excited they must have been to have got this gig in Sweden we're going over there like the beginning of the festival season like a young band young band yeah and like it's just it's just awful like there aren't really any words for it. But the reason I wanted to mention it specifically was because I've seen a few of their family members speak yeah. this week and they've asked that um, their music be enjoyed as like a tribute to these guys' lives. So um, in light of this request and this absolutely tragic circumstance, I would really like to play a Viola Beach track. That would be very nice. So, this is a track which actually has quite poignant lyrics, given some current circumstances as well. It's called Boys That Sing. And it's it's actually really great as well. I feel like I would like this regardless, but yeah, given the current circumstances, I think it's kind of spot on. So, let's give it a listen.
Um, but the first song really gets you going. That is a, an epic song. I think this album, I'm not even, I can't really say right now, but I'm really enjoying it so far. And I think it will, I it think, will be great. I think it's glorious. Yeah. That's the only word for it. Like, I am. I am. Uh, I don't even really know what the word is, kind of. I'm a huge Kanye fan, basically. To the point where friends, family kind of make fun of me for the fact that Kanye is a bit of a tosser and that I've stood by him <laughs> through, thick the, and through thick I mean the thickest of thick and then a bit of thin and then some more thick I've I've seen him five it seems times to be live thick just thick until he brings out some music and then it's like oh yeah, yeah it turns out actually he is a genius after all he, he really is great but like we are fans of him I I adore him and I think the main reason I adore Kanye, and I'm gonna I'm gonna rip off a little bit. Okay. A tweet I saw about him. Actually, no, I'm not. Change my mind. Because <laughs> I can't remember it. <laughs> but what I am gonna say about Kanye is that I feel like, honestly, I feel like life is just a bit better when Kanye's around. Like... He's always doing something. But, like, you can be feeling... And, again, it's about what I talked about earlier. Like, you can be feeling shitty, and, like, all you have to do is listen to Touch the Sky or Through the Wire, or you just have to remember all the times he stormed a stage for absolutely no good reason, (laughs) or the fact that he's going to run for president in four years' time. And it's like... God, he just makes life so much funnier yeah. than it was otherwise. Like, he is he is entertainment. <clears throat> and whether you like his music or not, I think his statement at Glastonbury of he's the greatest living rock star is true. I We had a chat about this on our time. I can't remember if we talked about it or not, but we got very drunk walking home one night. We had a long discussion about this, yeah. whether it was true or not, and we 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 honestly think it is. It depends how you define it. He he probably isn't the greatest living musician. Absolutely, he is yeah, yes. the greatest living rock star. Yeah, he is everything that rock and roll is. He is controversial. He is outspoken. He divides opinion. He scares parents. Young people love him. He he is in many ways the voice of a generation. He has anthemic tracks. And he's a rock star. His success speaks for itself. He is a rock star. There mm. is there is no disputing that. Yeah. So I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. So before even entering into the question, I think we've already, despite the fact that I've completely um, surreptitiously—is that the word? Surreptitiously, basically unintentionally, turned up to our Kanye West episode wearing a Taylor Swift T-shirt, <laughs> like. For, for podcast listeners, this is controversial, and I'm going to uh, nail my flag to the mast. I am Team Taylor. It's Taylor with a cat with sunglasses. Yeah. Um, it's a spoof of a Sonic Youth t-shirt. I guess I'll be Team Kanye if you're Team Taylor. I feel like I'm on my own. Yeah. But, um... no, I'm, I'm, I'm Team both, but I love Taylor, man. But anyway, it's another story we'll for another day. We'll all get onto that at some point. 
Um, so, from Kanye West, we want to take it something a bit more interesting than um, saying, what's your Kanye West track? Yeah. So, we're going to go to Kanye West influences first, or samples, or people he's influenced, mm. and we're going to talk about what either he has brought into his music that we find really interesting, or what is what he has influenced that we find really interesting. Mm. So, first up, Harry. I guess what I originally had to say just kind of shows how his craft is important to him and how well he's really looked into trying to be the best. I'm not saying he's the best. I'm just saying that he really puts the effort in. Yeah. And you can get that with how what a perfectionist he is. Yeah, totally. But um, I was kind the of fact going... that we've all heard Life of Pablo now. And he's still yeah. mastering it. He's, he's still, still off in some studio Spotify, somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> what's he doing? We all, like, we've all not heard quite it. ready. No, what do you mean? <laughs> the album is out. Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do some bits to it. It's like a chef. Like I know you're eating it, but it's not ready. <laughs> Just I'm gonna take it back. I'm yeah. Give all. Um, I was looking up influences and yeah, the samples and things, and I was kind of um, not amazed because I've heard all of his albums and I know all the stuff that he's sampled before. But just going through them, um, Nina Simone, Tears for Fears, Daft Punk, Curtis Field, Ray Charles. I was just like, this guy really does go to all corners of the earth to find. He's a proper music fan. Like yeah, he's a big music fan, that and is... it's really interesting to uh, to think of the fact that he is sort of broadly speaking a hip-hop art like I, that's not unfair to say or pretty much all his music is hip-hop but yeah he takes in so many different things and sort of condenses it down yeah into hip-hop and he kind of combines it all and i think that's he finds all the joyous things about music and he just uses them to his strengths yeah i mean you think of i mean the most obvious example is runaway yeah where that i mean Everything that comes into that isn't hip hop, mm. but what comes out is, and it's a beautiful end product. Yeah. And I think that's what he's brilliant at. So, was there a particular track that you wanted to pick out or that interests you about Kanye? There was. Um, I'm gonna have to look it up because I had quite a few. Um, I'm getting my trusty little book out. Here's, Here's the, the big, big idea. idea. <laughs> it's got all my big ideas in. <laughs> It's just life lessons and things I've written myself. Um, he uses Kid Charlemagne, um, Steely Dan, in... Champion. Champion. I'm going to finish your sentence Thank for you. Thank you so much. Because it's one of my favourites. The first time... The very first time I saw Kanye, I saw him at the O2 yeah. in London. And it was a thoroughly eventful show in many, many reasons. So it starts out... This is like when he's going full, like, dramatic stage show. So the curtain rises. Yeah. And it's like a moonscape. There's, like, mountains and all this shit. Yeah. And it's like some alien planet. And in the middle of it, huge stage. is Kanye West lying. He's lying there on his back, flat on his back, just like that for at least two minutes with nothing happening and we're all just like 
What's going on? Like, why, is, because, yeah. why is Kanye lying there? And then the music comes in. Wake up, Mr. West, Mr. West. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then he gets up. And he's like, ah, been dreaming about... And it's insane. Like, it kills it the first few songs. Yeah. And then he plays Champion. And Champion is a beautiful moment. Like, you were a champion in their eyes. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. So I packed it up and brought it back to the crib. Just a little something to show you how we live. Everybody want it, but it ain't that serious. Mm-hmm. That's that shit. So if you gon' do it, do it just like this. You don't see just how wild the crowd is. You don't see just how fly my stand is. It's amazing, and yes, the, I did. the anecdote that Harry desperately wants me to tell mm. because he finds it the funniest. I think it's brilliant thing ever. So I'm there, Kanye West of the O2. So this is London. I'm probably slightly in the minority. I don't want to go down the race route, but we're all <laughs> loving it together. Is the point? It's a very diverse and, um, but. Everyone's embracing each other. Yeah. And then we get to Gold Digger. <laughs> and I've been singing along for songs and songs and songs. Everyone within my vicinity must know I'm a huge Kanye fan. I know every word to every verse. And then we get to the chorus of Gold Digger, his most famous thing. And can we sing together what you were saying? Without, without wanting to kind of go down that road... I, I bottled it basically and around a load of black men and women I decided <laughs> the to UK radio I decided to sing the radio edit <laughs> so I'm there bouncing around <laughs> I ain't saying she a gold digger but she ain't messing with no broke to broke instead of the actual words because I was too terrified to to drop the N-bomb in that content. You section that uh, into white people and black people. Yeah. (laughs) I just couldn't, I couldn't bring myself. Do you know, when I first heard that, I think, I feel like I was probably only in year 10, year 9 or 10, um, and I I thought that was those were other lyrics. Broke, broke, broke. Yeah. I didn't hear any other version. She ain't messing with no broke, bro. Back when all I could hear was the radio. I am that old. And Jake on tips. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Running joke. So, yeah, um, all I really wanted to say is that he gets such a variety of samples and he's a huge music fan. So, from, from this... My answer to the question of my favourite Kanye influence sample. Yeah. I feel like the epitome of what Kanye is all about would came on My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah. And it's at the end. It's the last two tracks. And it goes from Lost in the World to Who Will Survive in America. Lost in the World is my one of my favourites. So... Lost in the World, for people who don't know, is heavily Bon Iver. It's heavily Bon Iver, Bon Iver, we've had this debate before, influenced. And it's glorious. And again, this is what I... I mean, to be... This is... Sorry to cut in quickly. 
it is a rip on Bonnevere's song. Yeah, but Bonnevere was a producer on that track, so he was in. Oh yeah, he was in it, but it is. I mean, he heard his obviously took well, his song and just it's thought, Woods, which we are going to play in a minute. Okay, yeah. So that's the track that it comes from, but I do feel like it. I feel like it must have been recorded, re-recorded, sorry, because oh, when definitely. you hear it on the Kanye one, it is I'm lost in the world rather than I'm lost He's definitely in the woods. Yeah. But for a start, it's just like, who at the top of hip-hop was listening to Bon Iver at that moment? Like, that kind of is a big statement anyway. Like, he got him in on the track. Like, that's brilliant. Do you know what? It's weird looking at it from where I stand because I hear that and think oh wicked he's using somebody that I really like but I never think of it of, as if you look at the maybe the wide majority of people that are Kanye fans you don't think that they're sitting there thinking who the hell is this yeah. but these are the people guy? these are the people who were tweeting like, without wanting to be rude there are certain people who after four or five seconds were tweeting Kanye's gonna make Paul McCartney huge like mm. that was a thing and to bring Ugh. like again I I saw in Brighton at a library I saw Mr. Hudson play many many years ago what library? the Jubilee library when he was part of Mr. Hudson and the library yeah. and they did a tour of libraries like but Kanye again he brought this person to prominence he mm. there's a there's the great story of him um, getting missed they met at a party yeah and from the first Kanye had heard the first Miss Hudson in the Library album, which is, by the way, one of my favourite albums ever. It's incredible. But he got him, yeah. he got him to sing Cover Girl to his, I think it's Amber Rose, his girlfriend at the time. And, yeah. yeah. Mm. And Miss Hudson somehow had the balls to step up and do it. But like another mm. amazing artist that Kanye brought to prominence and okay Bon Iver were more well known at the time but it's just great that you even heard them and even recognised yeah. like what was going on in that kind of part of music like kind of weird folksy indie underground stuff and he's bringing it up and putting it on one of the biggest albums of all time like, mm. brilliant so Lost in the World it's incredible and then it goes into obviously the Gil Heron Smith, uh, what's it called? Comment number one, I think it's called, which is where Who Will Survive in America comes from. And I feel like those two tracks just sum up everything that's brilliant about Kanye. So you've got, you've got auto-tune, you've got like archive samples, you've got like classic vocals and you've just got an unbelievable beat underneath it. And it's like, this is why this is why he's great, and this is why. Long after he stopped putting out albums, he will be a legend. Mm. I think this the latest album he re- it really epitomizes his um, his strengths in in all of these things that he's picked up along the way. His sampling in just the first half of the album is yeah. fantastic. The, the, the man he fits in and how it all comes together. And it jo- really jo- is great. Yeah. And what's always really funny about Kanye albums is if you listen to them three or four years after they come out, they sound really generic. Yeah. And it's not because what he put out was generic. It's because he has influenced absolutely everyone who puts out that stuff now. So you can't listen to late registration without thinking, I've heard this elsewhere. Yeah. If you come to it fresh, but otherwise you know. 
everyone followed him. Yeah. He led, everyone else followed. Kanye's also, his albums are always, they seem to be bookmarks in my life. Yeah. When I listen to those, I think of school. When I listen to, um, is it Love Lockdown, the song? Yeah, of course. When I hear that, I always think about my second year of college. And then I just, everything he's written, he always has these little bookmarks. Let's just take a moment. AO8s and Heartbreaks, what a mad album that was. Yeah. Like, that was, that was unbelievable. That was, I, because I came into listening to Kanye off and on when his first couple of albums were out and stuff. That's when I started to get into him as quite a big fan of Kanye. I'm nowhere near the same amount as you are with Kanye. You know, a lot more. I've seen him once and it was at a festival. But I was desperate to go and see him. I'm a very big fan. and Hopefully, this tour... He's touring this album is what I hear. I will be there. I will be front row. I will be there too. We will do a live podcast from front row. (laughs) We will try and get some kind of recording device in there. I feel like Kanye West is coming on the show. Why not? Yes. I don't think we can say it here. But for people to know, when we do have these discussions outside of the podcast, we are f- we fully think these things. Yeah. I wanted to bring up this point. We were kind of chatting earlier about Kanye West and whether we think he's more self-aware than he kind of... than you presume he is. Like, is he... Does he know... You know how we talk about he's mad and that he's a bit of a psychopath? No, I don't... I. I mean, a lot of people do. People do, but I don't. No, I, do I we? Do we think he's very aware of it? Yeah. If you listen to his music, like we, ha- I think you know he is. He knows it. Yeah. And he gets it, and he plays up to it. Absolutely. And okay, there's a few moments. I think, I think, like all of us, he's susceptible to losing his shit, and yeah. he will because he's vocal, because he's a uh, a passionate and self confident person, and has platforms to put out his message have I you think seen when he loses his shit he will put it out there but I feel like he's absolutely self-deprecating and I feel like yeah. he's absolutely self-aware when he's asking Mark Zuckerberg for money because he's in debt <laughs> he can see the humour in that situation he's, he's not taking... he's not like I need money let's go and ask him he's taking the he knows exactly what he's doing and people bite so easily onto his bait and they're just so funny I know and you know I it's one of those it's so it's so brilliant for me to hear you saying these things because like I say I've I've been a Kanye West fan since since the first album came out and I've like I've stood up through through a lot of bullshit and pe- so many basically everyone I know has said to me why do you like this guy yeah and I'm like he's he knows it he's funny like he gets it and you're all just missing the point. Yeah. And like, it's so good to I feel like on his say. deathbed, he's just going to say, I was having you all on. <laughs> Fuck you. Wank ass. <laughs> he's just going to be like, from a Brit, you wank ass. So, part three, we're leading on. <laughs> We're leading on from, again, West, we're going Yeezy still. We couldn't go more Yeezy. And he's just brought out Yeezy Season 3 for Adidas. He's just done his big clothes launch. 
at Madison Square Gardens at the time of release. Yeah. And it made us think, like, okay, it's not necessarily merch. I mean, it's got his name attached, so it probably is something like merchandise, really. Yeah. And we started to think, what is the best slash worst music merchandise going? But before we get onto that, I just want to show the viewers of YouTube... You have to, you, you have to laugh. I'm looking at some pictures here of what Kanye West, I don't know what range this is. This is, but this uh, the is picture I put up two. now. This is season two. Is a lot of, what is the word for the, basically albino people <laughs> wearing. <laughs> what? Basically, Disclaimed. the cast of Star Wars <laughs> Episode 8 is here. Episode it's... 8, the albino days. Yeah, like, I'll show these. They're not albinos. There's a few pictures. Why are you saying these because things? Because there's a lot of blonde people wearing... We're both blonde, we're not albinos. Alright, very blonde people wearing clothes all of the yeah. desert <laughs> nature. I mean, it's some bizarre dystopian future. It's the Hunger Games meets, like... I was on the, um... I was talking about Star Wars. I'm going to show Tim and you a picture of Kanye. Or I'll call him Jedi West. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. But he looks like a Jedi. I mean, it's mad. So where are we going from this? Best and worst music merch. Okay. Go. Is it my, me first? Harry's okay. up. I've got a few, but there is one I really want to talk about. But I'm going to basically say... Okay, so we've got one here, which is a cologne from Kiss. But the thing that I found funny is because it's called Kiss Him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but it's it made me laugh a lot. And I'd love to know if they really had much to say about this coming out <laughs> and being something to buy. Uh, I'm going to quickly go through these as well. The other one is Dead Mouth hey, 5. You have to show me. Wow, this, that, is, this, this is a cologne. The cologne looks like a bit of a... It looks like a set of cards or something. It's, I mean, it's quite chic. Yeah, but... The next one... Is actual just a cat wearing Dead some Dead 5 released some headphones for cats. And uh, I think that's quite interesting. And we've I've got that as well that you're looking at right now. Yeah. The main one I have to show you is from Grimes. And as we're talking... So with Grimes, this- like, relevant new musician. She's yeah. cool. She's... I mean, with this context, some pe- a lot of people probably will know exactly what I'm going to say. But I'm going to give them the name that they uh, have. I googled. Pussy Rings. What the fuck are they? <laughs> okay, so to describe to podcast listeners what I'm looking at. It's like a, a weird shaped bony hand. With like some enormous wine gums. <laughs> On the first, <laughs> second, and third finger, in the pink, uh, translucent, and black uh, colorway. 
please explain to us, Harry, what the fuck do those things do? They're just rings that look like vaginas. No. You walk around with them like that? I guess so. Oh, no. If you Google Grimes um, pussy rings, I think they're called, then you will just get lots of images of people wearing these. And you also um, get the police outside your house. Yeah. They're all of a similar persuasion, the people that are wearing them. Persuasion. <laughs> I didn't mean that, but I like to think I did. Um, I keep flicking from this, and Kanye is a Jedi, and it's quite hilarious. Um, but this is probably the most outrageous thing I found. Another thing was a a casket. The kiss casket, The right? kiss casket. I mean, I remember watching... Uh, is his name... Gene. Gene Simmons. He's the kiss guy, right? Yeah. I remember seeing his MTV Cribs once. And he had basically a wing of his house dedicated to kiss merch. And there was such unbelievable variety. It's like, who were buying these things? Kiss had about one and a half hits max. That's bullshit. And they had like 14,000 pieces of merch. They did have a lot of merch delving into so many different areas. And so, for my for my merch choices, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take what you put forward, and I'm gonna go even dirtier. I'm right. going. I'm going pure sexy time. Okay, I yeah. think I know where you're going already. I'm gonna start with. Right, let's get us all. Close your eyes, everyone. Imagine you're, close my eyes. you're in the moment. You're with a member of the opposite sex. Hello. You're getting to that the time where do you want one thing is gonna mm-hmm. lead literally into another thing. Okay, ask yourself the question at this moment. Who is the literal last person on the planet you want to think about right now? Yep, we've all thought it. It's Bono. No one wants to think, <laughs> no one wants to think about Bono at the point of penetration. <laughs> Yet, there is such thing as a U2 condom. And look at it. Like, podcast listeners, I'm sorry... That you will not uh, have the visual enjoyment of the fact that there is such thing as a U2 condom. And it comes in a little cardboard packet. It looks so badly produced. With it's called baby con- Ashton baby condoms. Yeah. I thought they'd be condoms for babies. Don't say that because that's really strange. It's not strange. It says baby condoms on it. Why would it say baby condoms? Because it's for men with small penises. I don't know. Is it actually? I don't know. I don't know. But there's What's like... What's Ashton mean? The picture on it is like a lemon who's a bit concerned that he's got an erection. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? <laughs> So, Lime, help me. And the worst thing is, this is number one of my three steps of disturbing <laughs> sexual merch. So next, we're going to German heavy metalers, Rammstein. 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 
where you will find their quote unquote dildo kit. I can see. Which includes remote control and handcuffs. There's a lot of dildos there. I mean, that's 14. That's bare minimum 14. An incredible amount of dildos. How many dildos are there? 14? Well, we've got what? Three? No, maybe there's more. I can see 12. Okay. They're in rows of two. We'll stop. 12 is still a lot of dildos. <laughs> 12 is still far more. But the one that's pointing out is the one that is so much bigger than the rest of them. I mean, it's a deeply disturbing thing. Are they the band's dildo? Are they? The... They they are fully licensed merch. There's a handcuffs in there as well, and probably lube, and a little book. I don't know what the book's got in it, and it comes in a big metal case. It's heavy duty case. What's in the metal case? Nothing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's just metal things. It's just just stuff, just, stuff, you know. I'm just shipping them overseas. <laughs> What's this Ramstein? Nothing. Nothing oh. is a guitar. We're on tour. <laughs> Who needs 12 dildos? It's deeply disturbing. It's unnerving. And just... I can think of absolutely no good reason why... Are groups of like 12 women or 12 men? Either or. Who just think, right, we need 12 dildos, but we need to get them as a pack. And we're all big fans <laughs> of Ramstein. <laughs> So, the best thing to do here is buy the 12. Yeah. I, I like to imagine that there's like... Who they, gets these one handcuffs though? They thought to themselves, okay, so we're, 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 going, on, we're going on tour. Like, <laughs> so, we've got a merch stand beforehand where maybe people want to buy t-shirts. But also, people will see the show and they'll be like enthused and they'll want to leave and buy some of our merch. What will they be buying on their way out? And someone has gone... 12 dildos and handcuffs. <laughs> I think we need to know more about the band. If they've got a song 12 dildos, then it makes a lot more sense. But um, <laughs> I don't think they do. No. A little bit of extra Rammstein merch news. Yeah. I also know for a fact one of their pieces of merch is a little uh, blowtorch for making creme brulee. <laughs> Do we need dildos? <laughs> God forbid our fans use the two together. <laughs> oh, God. That's but, amazing. So, yeah. Ramstein are mad, but my culmination of my filthy merch rundown, and I feel like anyone who's ever researched this subject knows, and it's, we're going to Tenacious D. Mm. Of course we're going to Tenacious D. The big Venus cock. Venus, Phoenix cock. And for anyone who knows Tenacious D, we're gonna I'm gonna play quickly a certain little song. A certain little Tenacious D song to um to get us all pepped up. <laughs> so what I'm about to unveil. Let's go. For the ladies. But fellas, listen closely. You do 
don't always have to fuck her hard. In fact, sometimes that's not right to do. Sometimes you got to make some love and fucking give her some smooches too. Sometimes you got to squeeze. Sometimes you got to say please. Sometimes you got to say hey. I'm gonna fuck you softly. So that was uh, brilliant, lovely. I've I've never heard a song that stripped back of theirs, which is very Fly of the Concords. It's funny because they're actually really good. They're like, bloody brilliant. Like Jack Black's got a great voice. Yeah. The other guy whose name I don't know is a really good guitar player. Mm-hmm. Like they're a really talented band, but hilariously and bad at the same the time. The song of theirs, which is which everybody absolutely loves. Everybody knows it. And it's just wonderful. Yeah. So yeah, they again brilliant. But, but what have they got to give? So that song was almost the exact opposite of the bit of merch. Yeah. That's about getting some. The bit of merch is absolutely not about <laughs> getting some. It is the tenacious D Comrade. <laughs> Comrade. And it's a seventies themed uh, piece of seventies theme. It's a little bit, isn't it? I feel like it's got a 70s theme to it. I mean, it's got a unicorn and a rainbow and a heart and a flower and a butterfly. And it says, the official Tenacious D cum rag. Everything else is just a cum rag. (laughs) What a strap line. What a thing. And... If there was ever an unneeded piece of merch, I feel like that's it. Wow. I've never heard of this. Well, I've never known anyone to have one. I'd love to know who's bought one. And whether if they use it for what it's meant to be for. Or whether it's in just a frame on the wall. Yeah. It's unbelievable. But if anyone were to make one, it would be them. Yeah. I know my friend went to in Brighton, and like I, I think I mentioned earlier, they just had a big. I think the front cover to their newest album is a phoenix. Yeah. That is clearly a penis. <laughs> I mean, they're hilarious. They are absolutely brilliant, and I can't remember what the Foo Fighters uh, track is, where the video is Jack Black and Dave Grohl in like a travel lodge or some shit, just like losing their mind through the night but they are clearly the funniest guys going yeah yeah that is for me that has to be the ultimate piece of unnecessary merch (laughs) necessary so we're gonna wrap up now yeah we are and thank you so much for listening we have now made it to the end of yeah. our tester run of five episodes. Yeah, and five episodes in, and we are more excited than ever. And we're really proud of four out of five. Yeah. And one, <laughs> we'll leave you guys to guess which one was shit. <laughs> or which one, what if it's two? Uh, what if they say all five? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which was the one that was okay? Um, I feel like we finish every episode with a bit of a, so we're not great. 
But basically, yeah, we've, we we started this. We're having a lot of fun. We can't wait to do more. Um, and now, and this out. is the first time we're going to start to get them out. Yeah. So people will actually know. They won't know yet, but we recorded the five and yeah. had them kind of stocked up. Yeah. And so, while you say, each time we said, oh, we're not great. It turns yeah. out after five, we are great. <laughs> it turns out we fucking done it. <laughs> and for you guys... Shots. We would like everybody to raise a glass and have a shot for tracks. We've founded a fucking gold mine (laughs) and we're going to drink to it. Filled with nothing. But let's... Nothing but broken dreams and disappointment. To the future, everybody. Come on, the lads. (laughs) Right. I'm going to be sick. Peace out. Bye-bye, everybody. See you next week. Have a wonderful week. Love you. Bye-bye. So there you have it. Episode 5, done. And North, East, South, West, done. Done. We have got to the fourth quarter. (laughs) Where the hell are we going from here? Lord only knows. Post-recording that last podcast, there's a lovely video from our celebrations of making it to the end of North East South West. There is. On the Instagram. Yeah. You'll have to scroll back a bit because it was posted quite some time ago. Unless Basically where it, it starts looking all nice. Go to where it doesn't look all nice. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all there somewhere. Yeah. And there's us. Warning. I'm about to enter repetitive mode and I'm going to say... Twitter.com forward slash tracks show, Instagram.com forward slash tracks show, Facebook.com forward slash tracks show, www.trackshow.co.uk, hello at trackshow.co.uk, and finally, Spotify track show music. And please, please, I say it every week <laughs> review and rate on iTunes. Yeah, it's. Because, you know, golden list or whatever I said last time. Yeah. We're probably rapidly running out of time to be considered new. No, there's podcasts on there with 50 episodes. Really? Yeah. Oh, forget that then. We're never too late to be on new and noteworthy. So please, just type. So, thank you for listening. And we will see you next week. We will indeed. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.